Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one of a kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Alay, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. Liverpool won Europe's biggest prize for the sixth time. The UEFA Nations League is back. And will Rafa get his contract extended? Petey and Jimmy are here. Hello. We're Good. back, baby. And we're loaded. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's oh, been dear. a long season, hasn't it? It has. It and it's still has. going. It's still going. It's we're still, still there. Still not quite over. I feel like I haven't played in seven weeks. Yeah. <laughs> the, the club season's only just finished. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? Which is quite strange. But then, of course, you glance over to the other side of the world. And in Major League Soccer, Zlatan Ibrahimovic is scoring bicycle kings. Mm. Is it when does it end? Bike scoring a bike, as, <laughs> yeah. as it's been um, a bicycle, as they call it. Over we, there. we have different terminologies, gentlemen. Do they? Um, were, if you were Zlatan Ibrahimovic, would you have pushed the ball um, from out of your radius to get a bit more per chase with your chest instead of going straight away with the bikey? I think what he did was quite effective. It was. Yeah. I mean, it went in. So. <laughs> Could the keeper have done better? That's all I'm saying. I mean, it's it's a fair comment. I'm just saying he's 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 um, slowing down a bit. Would you bring in VAR to determine whose mistake it was? <laughs> I love that. Or, or, or that's your takeaway from it. He scores an overhead kick at what 35, 36. Yeah. It's not like he's slowing down. Slowing down. He's slowing down. Slowing down. Keeper might have done better. Um, <laughs> anything else happened over the weekend? Nah. <laughs> uh, go on. To then. be honest, very a little. <laughs> <laughs> Liverpool. Yes, their sixth European Cup slash. Champions League. Only AC Milan and Real Madrid have won more. Milan have only just won one more. Real Madrid way out in front with yeah. 13. They won the first five though, didn't they? Which yes. were like four-team tournaments I in think some take cases. That, I think take that away. I agree. Klopp, yes. Klopp very much <laughs> claiming this, this six, isn't he? He's very big into the six. He's yeah, doing a lot of hand movements. A lot, lot of people were doing that. He has mm. been busy since the final. He's, we nearly <laughs> fell off the bus. Did you see that? No, he didn't fall off the bus. He fell into the bus, which is completely right. different. Right, well, I thought for the video I saw with... Um, there was one where he poured beer on Rian Brewster, which was brilliant. Um, and one where <laughs> he, was, he was like hanging over the side and he sort of had a little bit of a slip. He had he a bit of a slip. He, oh, right. Maybe he was. Oh, I don't know. Well, like I maybe say, he's been doing a lot. Them. He yeah. probably did both. He, he constantly had a bottle of booze in his hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right throughout the weekend. <laughs> oh, he must feel terrible right now. Uh, I, I think he pre- feels pretty good. With yeah. Yeah. Jürgen Klopp is, is, at the moment, he's like Caesar. Yeah. He's like the king of Europe. He's absolutely <laughs> oh, glorious. Great. I'm so happy for that man. Yeah. yeah. So many I mean it would have it ended a run of six six sec, um six sexy s- sexy final defeats. <laughs> <laughs> Successive final defeats is what I'm bloody trying to say. Uh he wins his first trophy with Liverpool, mm. major trophy with Liverpool and and first uh, European trophy. Um, uh, for himself uh, as well. Uh, but yeah, the way he kind of is doing an interview, but very, very nice in, in mentioning he knows how Spurs felt and mm. didn't, you know, run onto the pitch and go wild, very much shaking Pochettino's hand and a yeah. word with him. And, and he said, I feel relieved more than more than ab- absolute uh, jubilant. I think, uh, I think of, every yeah. every neutral felt like that at the end of that match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was the soccer aid of uh, finals, it? wasn't it? My yeah, goodness. Goodness. Everyone soccer looking aid. Like you might have Woody Harrelson scoring a penalty and go, well, that's weird. There's a lot of Woody Harrelsons on that face. Like people who look like, have you have you played for a little while? Have you? Oh, well, they oh, haven't, have they? No, that's like, the problem. I would have, yeah. I won't. I thought to myself, won't someone think of the neutral here? Yeah, no. and there well, were a lot of neutrals. There was an awful lot of neutrals. I mean, to be fair to Liverpool. It's easy to sort of slag it off. You get that goal, and I know it wasn't brilliant. There's much chat about how their pass completion 
was mm. really, really low. I mean, uh, Jonathan Wilson wrote an excellent piece, as he, he tends to do, um, uh, and saying that, that Liverpool's pass completion was 64%, which is, uh, over the course of the season in, in terms of, of Cardiff, it's 0.1% more than Cardiff over mm. the course of the season and less than any other Premier League side. So it shows you how low it was in the final. Yeah. And I know that they weren't brilliant and it took them a while to get the second. However, I would also suggest that it was a very mature performance for Liverpool yeah. because they didn't need to do that much. Well, absolutely, because they got the penalty really early on, which is a really funny one, that, because when I saw it, where I was, um, this, you couldn't really hear the commentary, and um, on first glance, it looked like it was a scandalous decision to, yeah. to award a penalty, but then actually seeing it a few more times, like, okay, I kind of kind of see how that's that's happened. Well, so I'm I, surprised we didn't see more kind of like think pieces of going, oh, this is an absolute disgrace, but, yeah. but at the end of the day... Dems, Dems the rules and we can't really complain about yeah. we can only well, Glenn Hoddle complain about it did he? well Chris Waddle's gone crazy on the radio as well all the experts all men. the experts <laughs> and understandably <laughs> as well yeah, yeah. It, was, it was just a really oh, rubbish way to, to, was, to, to really stink up the match it reminded really early me on. and then it, Sissoko spent most of the match trying to get something back he was like hitting yeah, shots yeah. from way out and yeah. kind of flattering to, to deceive a little bit it was really I, I felt for Sissoko for the first time in my life I think <laughs> <laughs> it was because he's pointing yeah. yeah he's pointing and it does hit his chest first Yes, but his how arm can, is. How can you? Yeah, yeah. it's in a natural position. It, 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 it's yeah. a trigger, but this is the problem with the rules. We, we're quite yeah. un, unsure of what's. I think going the unnatural on. position thing isn't in the rule, is it? Um, oh, I don't, I don't even know anymore. anymore. They keep changing it. We're, we're gonna we'll, we'll read the rules at the start of next season, yes. and we then should, we'll reset. We should just hammer them into the wall in the studio. <laughs> so we've always got them to hand. Well, the the, the penalty was given, and, and, and yeah. Salah uh, tucked it away. Uh, but really, the dynamic didn't change that much. There no, was a little no. tiny flurry where Spurs in the sort of midway through the second half and, and towards the end had a few efforts. And Alisson, who was the man of the match, was was, yeah. was brilliant, even though there were saves he's expected to make, but you've still yeah, got to The to save from them. Mora was big. Exactly, yeah. But and, I think a lot of Spurs' chances were sort of from distance, weren't they? Because mm-hmm. they, I think Liverpool marshalled them very, very well. I, a Spurs fan I know posted on Facebook after the game, I got to enjoy that for 24 seconds. <laughs> I sort of do feel for them in that yeah. sense. But like, it did feel like... Liverpool just adapted to having that very, very like um, good piece of fortune early on, and they just they were almost, they almost felt like the senior team in the game, didn't yeah, they? they? Yeah, just took I mean, control of it. They and, were the, they were the fav- they were the favourites, and and, and uh, but the, I think the most disappointing thing was the, the yellow cards thing. Possibly there was there there didn't seem to be a lot of f- not fight, but they, they nobody was snapping anyone's heels. It, it never turned into anything more frenetic than a bit of a, yeah. a, a training match for me. It was it was mm. it was disappointing to see that. In, like in, the in, Europa League final, wasn't it? Yeah. it? that air of like pre-season Again, friendly or like a sort of Premier League game in February. Again, players who are just haven't played for a while. It yeah. really, really looked like that. And it was just, I don't know. Well, should was... he start with Kane? I mean, that was the, the, the big, co- I mean, you know, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't, of mm. course, with, with these situations. He, he looked like he was a little bit unfit. I mean, yeah. we'll come on to this in a bit. But Fit or unfit, he didn't have any chances. Well, exactly. Well, yeah, it's, it's I think very struggled to get him into the game. I just, I just wonder, I actually, talking to Glenn Hoddle, I actually agreed what, what Hoddle said about that. He said, Kane from the bench would have been a good option. Because mm. if they need something, mm. bring him on. And that actually would give Liverpool something to think about. Thinking, oh, blimey, here he comes. I mean, Lucas Moore, I'm glad Origi got his moment of being yeah. the hero in the semi-final. I mean, he, the way he's going at the moment, in 20 years, he'll be the manager. <laughs> he loves it, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, but but with, with Spurs, I, I don't know. I think that trying to... I understand what he went with, with when you've got two big centre-halves in Matip and Van Dijk, who are very good in particular. Van Dyke. So let's get Kane up there as one of the best centre forwards in the world and yeah. give them something to think about. But the the way it was going, and it, it clearly it wasn't. The problem is though, after a minute, as Pochettino said, the whole plans are ripped up. Yeah, you've you spent weeks and weeks. But but I, th- I thought Pochettino didn't panic when that went in when when the, when no. the penalty went. That's in. the trouble with one of those goals is because it, it kind of it, it, it doesn't happen after fifteen minutes mm. where you kind of go, oh right, okay, we've we've settled yeah. into the get right. We, we know what we're doing. It's, it's kind like of, you start with a handicap, isn't completely it? It's really weird, and it's kind of like all right, kick off. All right, let's start again, and then the dynamic sets in in which. Well, it's kind of nil-nil, but it's not. We need a goal, don't mm, we? Mm. And I, I actually thought he may bring on more at half-time because I thought the, the, the way... Um, I keep using the word dynamic, but forgive me. But the way the dynamic of the game was set, I thought this Liverpool are not going to try and disrupt this. Mm. They are defending. They've, they're actually playing quite a high line and Spurs were, were trying to get the ball in uh, uh, behind or over the top yeah. for runners. But that ended up just looking like long balls and, and the big boys just heading it away mm-hmm. all day, which was pretty easy for them. And, and Moore's, Moore's running is quite... 
Yeah, a bit more. He's definitely a bit more mobile. Oh, he's much Kane, more mobile than Kane but, but, on any day of the but week. But he does some fan. He does some fantastic runs. Sure. He pulls defenders, and and that was kind of what you needed. I, I, think. I agree. I, I think that you could have had you could have had Sun uh, and and more, almost like a front two, perhaps. Mm. Eriksson sort of dropping a little bit deeper, perhaps. Um, and uh, who, who's oh, and Ali yeah, in there as well. And more, obviously, what he did in the semi-final, you mm. know, a bit more mobile, just get it to busier, feet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because yeah. I thought it was a brave move playing Winks. It, clearly, he thought, no, we're going to try and keep he, the ball. He played, he played well. Ericsson, yeah. It was Ericsson and Ali's just had off days. And, mm. and, and when they're having off days, you, 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 you're all down to Son. And every now and again, he dropped the ball. And you're like, mate, like, you're the most comfortable two-footed footballer in the Premier League yeah. and, you, and you're messing up every now and again. You're like, wow, like th- this is a really subpar performance from, sure, from yeah. Spurs. And and th- it was I, really sad to see. I think that's it. it just it, it, From Spurs' point of view, it's kind of... Uh, it's kind of... Uh, just, And it's almost a bit like what Liverpool had last mm. season when they looked good, they started well, and Salah goes, gets, gets injured and goes off, and mm. Lalana comes on, who hadn't played that much. And it just didn't look like the same game. And there no. it was for Madrid. And of course, the mistakes. And Liverpool come away thinking, what could have been? Mm. But the, the, the incredibly impressive thing about Liverpool is straight back in the yeah. final the Absolutely. next season. And with, a, with an incredible points tally in the Premier League as yeah. well, they have just like, just, you know, back to being at the top table of European football very, very clearly. And, and, and also, <laughs> Two finals in a row. Yeah, it's it's really really something, isn't it? Because people keep talking about this being potentially the start of a bit of a sort of modern dynasty at Liverpool, mm. and there's every chance that could happen. And Marcus, you and I were talking about this earlier. I think Jose Mourinho might have said it as well. Like it feels like they could they could win a few more in years to come. And I wonder if Real Madrid doing three in a row is kind of kidded us all into thinking that that is a, a bit more <laughs> doable than it is because yeah. you know no one had ever done it retained it once before let alone Absolutely. twice and, and, but and I Liverpool, wonder if that will but successive final shows you that they can do it well that they quite. could, they could, they well, could maybe. retain the trophy well I mean it, it wouldn't be that outrageous to think they are so so good and, mm. and Anfield is like a 12th man and all those yep. other cliches but the, the impressive thing I thought from, from Liverpool as well coming back from last year's final is this is the first time since the 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 Champions League rather than the European Cup has been about that Liverpool played as favourites in the final. If you think about yeah. it, in Istanbul, you look at that Milan side. Mm. They came back from the dead, of course, but yeah, they were they very favourites at half time and all that much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, I wonder what the odds would have been. <laughs> um, and then it, when they played Milan again, they lost. They weren't favourites, despite what happened in mm, Istanbul. Yeah. When they played Real Madrid, they weren't favourites. They was an underdog, yeah. and so to be the favourites and then go one nil up and to not choke. Mm. to actually keep that performance, it shows you the maturity of that side. I know it's boring for the neutral. Believe me, I wish that goal hadn't gone in. Partly because we didn't actually get to see Liverpool play the way they can. No, yeah, we were Spurs almost didn't pressure them into actually yeah. being Liverpool. So we were almost robbed of a great Liverpool mm. performance there. Not that Liverpool would care, and nor no. should they care, but it did show you the level of maturity in that side yeah. to manage that game and not panic. And, and uh, it was. It, I, th- I think that the magic moments were kind of like post final whistle almost. Yeah. Henderson's dad. Oh, oh and that I was, was like, beautiful. oh, God. <laughs> that was so, so lovely. Oh. And uh, on a sort of very different time from that, I suppose anyone that hasn't, hasn't seen about that, um, Jordan Henderson's dad was very, very ill yeah. um, uh, for, for quite a while. Mm. And, um, you know, they shared this hug at the final whistle that just went on for ages and ages and looked so emotional. It was absolutely beautiful. And yeah, I was good luck there. to the I Henderson family. Absolutely big. But wow. like for Henderson, like he'd spent so long sort of playing out of a position. He got handed the captaincy. Mm-hmm. Massive long shadow uh, after uh, Gerard left. And yeah, now and he's he got had a lot of stick as well, didn't exactly, he? Exactly. But Klopp, Klopp um, has the the, the 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 most amount of respect for that that player. Uh, he knows what he's got in his uh, in his locker, and uh, he's now playing in a system that kind of works for him. He's got a bit more freedom. Yeah, yeah and he, he's he was excellent. He's well. played various positions. I mean, mm. for England, he was almost played as a deep line playmaker. Yeah. Oh, in the he was, World he was Cup. on the right for Liverpool. At and times. It's like it was just it was the hit, he, that is a he'd that say is, yes to everything. You know what I mean? That is a great example of you know your passion and dedication mm. and work and so on. And James Milner's another one as yeah. well. I'd say oh, Milner came close to scoring. I'd love that. Oh, James Milner yeah. scoring in a Champions League final. <laughs> what <laughs> a career Milner's had! Oh, fantastic. What a career! I mean, won a few things at Manchester City. He was kind of a. A utility man and a little bit bit part at times, perhaps mm. more for maybe one or two people's liking. Go to Liverpool, and this is sort of like a swan song. I mean, it's, it, well, I he's so- taken the spirit of Gary McAllister, yeah. <laughs> and he's and he's times it by three. <laughs> Chapman, to see him lift he's the trophy, he's a little bit younger. <laughs> oh, he is actually. He is a little he's thirty-three. Younger. McAllister was not thirty-four. But but with, Fair play. But with Milner, like, but I did is say he going to be? At, is he going to be at the club next season? I mean, Liverpool have got but, some hoy out uh, decisions. No, no, no. Klopp's going to keep Milner there. Sure. I mean, Klopp was talking about. Um, 
the importance of James Milner's pre-match talks in the dressing room. Mm. So I think there's a player to have around the place. And it, look at his fitness. Oh, it's mm. ridiculous. There's no way Milner's going anywhere. Sure Origi, Origi, is he going to be uh, leaving? Because it, it would seem harsh. Klopp, yeah. <laughs> Klopp has said that he'll definitely sort of give him. I think he might have already been offered a new contract. Actually, right. Okay. So that, that, will he be... will he play anymore? Well, that's I, I, the problem, it's a funny isn't it? one, isn't it? Because mm. actually, he's shown that now, you know he he was quite young when he joined Liverpool, isn't he? Yeah, it's easy yeah. to forget that. Really, and he's you know he's he's showing that he can actually do it on the big occasion. He's very very only on the big occasion. But yeah, it, but literally it, only the so of them though. Merseyside derby, Champions League semi-final, Champions <laughs> yeah. League final. Other than that, give him some time but off. Is he the yeah. sort of, <laughs> save him for the big occasion. Is he the sort of player though to um to like you know knock on Jurgen Klopp's door and say I need to be starting more because I'm a goddamn footballer? No, I think he would be thinking to himself. I've given you a Champions League, mate. <laughs> I think if, if I was a Rigi, I'd think to myself, do you know what? I'm happy to just sort of mooch around and then grab and the And that's headlines. why you're leather head reserves <laughs> <laughs> and not Champions League final sunshine. That's the, I mean, it's a li- that's way down the list of uh, reasons, <laughs> I would say. Sturridge, anyone? Yeah, good old Daniel Sturridge. Yeah. Nice around, to see probably him on not, the bench. I would think. Mm. Yeah. One of the really heartwarming moments as well was Trent Alexander-Arnold and his mates. Did you see that? A couple no. of his mates got onto the pitch mm, and yeah. uh, he played a through ball to one of them to just smack it into the net. <laughs> nice. Like, oh, that is beautiful. That's good. <laughs> Diane Lovren, he was cutting up the net. Yeah, and Van Dyke yes. as well. But didn't he, um, the, the, those fat cats at City Hall, not let them take it? Probably. I think, oh, right, I think okay. they weren't allowed to do it. That's annoying. That's Where'd, a shame. Yeah, I know. What, what are you going to do? do? Take, what are you going to do? Take that little bit of net back and I know. patch it up? Eat it. Eat you, it. You can have it in a, in a day. You, if you want it back, you can have it in a day. Is this how you get <laughs> things out of places? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you swallow them and then retrieve them later. I am going to hold this in, please. Uh, just, let's not talk about that. <laughs> if you do work at any of uh, the airports of the UK, get your hand up there. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows Ooh, what Donaldson's got? There's an oh, old wow. microphone muff up here. <laughs> <laughs> at the end of every season, I cut up microphone muffs that we yeah. use. Looks like a card addressed to me, <laughs> uh, but um, but one of the g- geniuses of Klopp's management, and there's and there's an awful lot, is keeping everybody happy. Yes. You saw mm. the subs like the likes of Shakiri, mm. Oxlade Chamberlain, Rian Brewster. Yeah, Shakiri's been a bit part player and might have been slightly disappointed not to play a bit more, but yeah. he has contributed. Uh, Brewster's obviously a young lad, uh, and yeah. Oxlade Chamberlain hasn't really kicked a ball. Uh, and in perhaps the spirit of Rob Green, they have th- the way they were celebrating. You could have. You, you could have thought, oh, did he play a part yeah. in this? Well, the, the physio the, the, pointed out to Rian Brewster that he hadn't played, didn't he? Did you see that? No. He, he was on the bus, just sort of, you know, loving you know, it, having a lovely time. He he was like, was seven... How many games did you play in? He's like, come on, mate. Oh, mate I'm, I'm a teenager yeah. and I've got the best seat in the house to watch my team, <laughs> I know. which I'm, I'm presumably going to go on and star in, one would hope. Piss off. Indeed. <laughs> that's that's why you're the physio, mate. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, the, 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 the squad harmony. Um, Pete's rap name. Yeah, uh, it looks amazing. And and Klopp, and Klopp said in in, in post match, he said about um, what's going on at the club, and he said that he's all about the development of the team. Yeah, and he talked about understanding that winning things is is important, but he also said people shouldn't ask all the time about winning and not winning, which is something that both managers have probably had. Klopp is yeah. his first trophy as Liverpool manager, and Pochettino hasn't won something as Spurs manager. And this kind of, well, they haven't won anything. And, and Klopp's saying, no, 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 no. And I think the point he was sort of saying is the development is is key. Yeah. And and the byproduct of that is winning stuff. And I'm glad that he's won something. And I, and I hope Pochettino wins something soon for Spurs. And I appreciate not everyone in the studio will think that. But just the fact is that this is a fantastic manager. Mm. And to question the whole kind of winning and... And that it would be a shame if they didn't win anything. At the same time, though, mate, what's he won? <laughs> yeah, no, I know. The, I know the hearts and minds of many people <laughs> uh, in in this uh, footballing country. Yeah, I, I know exactly what you're saying. It's, yeah. a, it's it's a sickener for Spurs, isn't it? It is. Um, but again, what what an achievement! Like you know, I've, I've been talking to friends of mine who are Tottenham fans over the weekend as well, and I, I obviously have to feel a lot of sympathy for them because I, I know that feeling. Like when Arsenal got to the Champions League final and lost. Looking back on it, mm. what's really interesting, and Spurs fans will probably have this right now, once they sort of get over the initial disappointment of it and how much that stings, is that I still think about that Thierry Henry goal at the Bernabeu mm. and Jens Lehmann's penalty save against Villarreal and, and, and Arsenal beating Juventus at home, Fabregas scoring that goal, and mm. it just be, being a really, really beautiful beautiful run. I think about those things all the time. And Spurs have their own versions of that. Like mm. these really exciting games, mm-hmm. those those the comebacks and just the the nature of it, and smashing Dortmund like they did, and how how they you know they looked kind of dead and buried in the group, but they came through. It's a, they'll always have those memories, and mm. actually winning it would be brilliant. Of course it would, but they're still going to be there, and that's that's something to take away. Yeah, I think I think it means something. Uh, yeah, I watched it with a few Spurs fans I know, and and the feeling with them and 
they have to you have to be philosophical because Spurs aren't as big as Liverpool. No. Um, where, you know where they are at the moment and the and the size of the club and the history, and that becomes more profound when you get yeah. into a. You final. could see it in the in the the nature of Liverpool's performance as well. They look Completely. they played the the game rather than the, than the occasion. And yeah. I don't think Spurs bottled it or anything. I don't think they they did look nervous. No. But I think you know. Liverpool just Spurs didn't really have an answer no, well, for Liverpool's containment well, and, and we have seen that this season to be fair yeah. like, it, it, uh, Liverpool didn't come at Spurs so Spurs were a little bit like oh what do we do what do we yeah. do but we'll loft some balls up <laughs> yeah but as we were saying this on the, the, the show before that when you get to a final the big team tends to go just you remember we're the big team mm-hmm. and especially from when they're from the same country and Liverpool the history of that club the feeling the you know hearing those fans sing you'll never walk alone and all that it, there's the weight of that supportership there and I think that with Liverpool they thought this is our final this is yeah. our match whereas I say in previous finals it's kind of like oh we're the underdog but we, we can we can we can do something here and they they nearly have done and have done of course in, in, the, in the case of Istanbul whereas Spurs it was almost like Ajax was their final to get to the final itself was the great achievement and anything else was almost like a bonus in a sense in a sense I don't want to be patronising there but with Spurs, they have to look philosophically when they lose the game. But they were saying, you know, what an achievement to get to the final. It was a surprise for Liverpool. Haven't been in the final the previous year. Had they have lost the final, Liverpool would have been devastated. It would, they wouldn't have said, oh, well, you know, another great achievement. And they would have said, no, we should have won the game. I think that's the difference between mm. the two sides at the moment, Yeah, uh, you would say. But Klopp saying things like it's just the start of this group of players. They re- that This Liverpool team is exciting because when we've seen Real Madrid win this title, you thought to yourself, well, you didn't win the league. I know Liverpool didn't win the league, but they were a little bit off the pace. I mean, they had the third highest points tally in Premier League history. Exactly. You know, yeah. It's a weird anomaly. It, totally. Um, when Real Madrid win it recently, it, they're full of canny older operators. Yeah. And clearly the cycle of that Madrid side has now come to an end. And the probably the third Champions League win maybe papered over a few cracks, as did Ronaldo's goals uh, and so on. Whereas this Liverpool side it does feel like the start. Mm. And that is very exciting for Liverpool. And Jurgen Klopp, who's been there for a few years now, is saying, people are saying Klopp's dynasty has now just begun. And that's an, an extraordinary thing. Because yeah. normally when you win the Champions League, and there was talk of Pochettino might leave if he win the Champions League. Because for some clubs, it's not going to get any better than that. Yeah. Or for Real Madrid, it's kind of like, right, off your pop, but you've, you've won mm. the cup. Zidane being an anomaly. Whereas for Liverpool, th- th- this is, as I say, just the start, and they could go on now and win a, a handful of trophies. Although Manchester City will perhaps suggest otherwise. Yeah, I mean, if if they win a title soon, which you know you would expect over the next two or three seasons, they'd have to be among the favourites to to manage it with one of those. Then, I mean, what a what an incredible achievement that will be for them, given how long it's been since they've they've won the title and what an albatross that's become. Even though they've won everything else you can win, yeah. like in that time and have been a successful club the whole time. It, yeah, I mean that would be that would put him among the greats. Well, and Klopp could also um, put Liverpool back on their perch. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> you, you know, imagine this is, that. But this is what's happening now. You see, for me, and perhaps yourselves, gentlemen, growing up, Manchester United were the biggest side yeah. mm. in the nineties. The were they were the biggest dog in the yard. They were they? definitely, and uh, and and Liverpool were in the eighties. But yeah, I can't. They, you hear that they had been that exactly, yeah. and you you know Liverpool are a great club, and and talk about the history and all that. Well, Klopp, you know, old Brendy Rogers, to be fair, and Rafa as well, and one or two others, had flickers of that. Mm. Roy Hodgson. Perhaps not. <laughs> uh, but it was very dormant under Roy Hodgson. Um, you would say now Klopp uh, has fully reawakened this uh, this this whole kind of Liverpool, um, you, you know, the, the glory of the club. I mean, some will say, well, that's a ridiculous thing to say, it's always been there. But they've they've got this trophy now, and I think that... They will now think they, they won't feel inferior in any kind of way, and they could go on now and, as you say, become that biggest mm. dog in the yard. I think people are scared of them again. Yeah, they've, they've certainly. Got you don't want to go feeling. to Anfield anymore. No. Whereas in previous seasons, even under Klopp, you would think going to Anfield mm, maybe nick a point. Yeah, but I think Klopp's charisma has kind of um, again picked up a lot of like PR cracks as well. Mm-hmm. I think he's I think he's managed the club uh, impeccably, mm-hmm. uh, and he's an incredibly. Um, interesting person to to, to listen to uh, mm. in post match and stuff. So I, I think he's um, he's an excellent figurehead for for any football club. Yeah, definitely. And, and y- y- you kind of want Liverpool to win more 
than you necessarily would do in any other situation. Yeah. It, it makes a difference having a thoroughly likeable chap at the head of a football club. Maybe more clubs. And should one do day it. this podcast might have that too. Well, I I would love to see the day. But um, where but where do like where does Pochettino go from here? Where does uh, I think to be honest, where does Klopp go from here? You've won the biggest competition. No, you got to win the. We've got to win the league. Yeah. Got to win the exactly. very very exactly. clear, isn't it? But because he failed to do that this season. <laughs> well, exactly. So, but then Manchester City. Well, like Pep Guardiola's not gone anywhere um, uh, this season. Can you see Manchester City relinquishing that? Well, I, well, I mean, it was. I mean, and I it was <laughs> like. Do you think it's realistic to expect either team to get near to that points tally again? Because yeah. it is—it's insane. Mm. Well, it's absolutely on. mad. But Liverpool, the season before last, finished twenty-five points behind Manchester. Well, exactly. Mm. That's what—that's kind of what I mean. I think you know. City standards—they've been so consistent, but. Sh- Surely that cannot be kept up over that. that time. <laughs> we'll, we'll find out, won't and we? I will be writing down the edit point to where I play this next season. <laughs> this time when Leicester Campbell. City and Brendan Rodgers have thought, "Hang on a minute, lads." <laughs> Pochettino will never have a better chance of winning the European Cup. Do you think? Maybe not at Spurs. Uh, you never well, know yeah, what or, or, or possibly at any other club, really. And also, they're not going to get anywhere near. Well, the Pochettino, league. Pochettino could land a massive. He could be Real Madrid mm. manager one day. Mm. But what, what does what does Pochettino do uh, if he stays at Spurs next season? I think he just, they they go again, don't they? Yeah, I think that's use it. A modern parlance. It's, it's been a brilliant season for Spurs. Mm. You know, it's like, it's, been excellent. They would never have expected to, to get to the Champions League final, I would think, like, realistically. And this is the thing with, with Spurs that Pochettino has instilled in them. They just don't know when they're beaten. No. And obviously the circumstances are a little bit unusual in, in the Champions League final, but the way they got there and the season they've had, but they're, they're, they're in the new stadium now. Yep. And as I understand it, I don't think they're going to be sort of paying that off for a long time. I think no. that might have been paid up in, in, in front, so they might actually even have more money than, mm. than they, they well, they're used that, to having. Like they're, they're in a good spot. Yeah, but they've been messed around with the stadium business and all. That must have an effect. So yeah. they won't have that next season, so it'll be mm. interesting. But they're a force in Europe. They have been for a little while now. When they got put out by Juventus, was it in the quarterfinal a couple of seasons ago, mm. whenever it was? It was disappointing. They yeah, should have yeah. gone through. So, or maybe it was the second round. I can't remember. There's never a game that they think they won't win. Yeah. So, and I, what I, mentality that is to have instilled? Yeah. Did they not beat Real Madrid when Real Madrid won did, the Champions yeah. League? So, you know, we say, well, they'll never get back to another final, you know, quickly. We never we know. know that. Yeah. Never let Liverpool finished fourth last season, and mm. uh, who knows? Who bloody knows? Um, before we go to a break, I have to mention the very sad news: uh, Jose Antonio Rest died yeah. tragically in the car uh, in a car crash on the day of the final. His cousin also died in the car yeah, crash. Absolutely well. awful. Yeah, really sad. And a former Atleti player. I mean, Arsenal. And others yeah, as well. I really so. liked Reyes. He was a real sort of, he seemed like a really gentle soul mm. and, it, sort of, you know, not your typical footballer. And you know, he, he had a kind of mixed time of it at Arsenal. We had a huge, huge contribution that he played in the uh, in the uh, unbeaten season. Mm. And uh, he, he was fantastic, um, particularly at the beginning of the next season, I remember. Scored a lot of goals. And uh, he won the, did he win, win the Europa League five times? I think he did, I yeah. He's got an amazing record. And three times with Sevilla. Like, yeah, he, he that had sounds a really, about right. Like, decorated career, and it's, it's so so sad and such a tragedy. Yeah, it's, one of the, it's one of the situations where, like, when footballers die young, it is an awful tragedy. But, I mean, 70 over the speed limit with a 23-year-old in the car. Well, that's what Canazar is. Yeah, Canazar has taken a lot of, uh, you know, the, the Santiago to Canazar mm, took a lot of flack on Twitter. For yeah, that. I just hope... Um, uh, the family recover from this because they, they, they've lost, they've lost two members of the family and mm. and a third's uh, going to be uh, have his life changed in, in in hospital. Absolutely. All right then, everybody, let's go for a quick break. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey everyone, I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash boast. Boast. 
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If I had an extra hour in the day, I might catch up on the latest football news, take a lovely walk with my dog Sammy, or maybe interview someone using an orange peel and a broken iPhone. You know, normal journalism stuff. But it's not always easy to prioritise our time, and that's where therapy can be an extra helping hand. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Untangle any unneeded worries and start to value your time for you. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot ramble. Played square into Wordsworth. Played around the corner now for Civic. Right side of the box. Could be a chance to pick it. Is it going to be deflected in? It's Shannon! It's Steve Shannon with the goal! For the dogs! In the last minute of stoppage time! And that's what football's about. Yeah, we go from mm. the Champions League to that. <laughs> Steve Seddon. Oh, and from that, we go to emails with PED. Lots of beers! You've got mail. Bad beast! Bad beast! Alistair. Hi guys, big fan of the show, and apparently my mum, Anne, is now uh, also a fan of the show, uh, after meeting the one and only Luke Moore. Mm. Uh, she was on a plane on the way to her holiday and met a lovely young man who offered to put her bag up in the overhead locker. After chatting to Luke about having to Uber his suit to the airport after forgetting it at home, <laughs> we, d- we did not hear about this. No. That was we never hear about these slips. Group, oh, the look it? on Jim's face there. Was never like hear about these <laughs> slips. Any old, any uh, other wicked whispers, guys, about Luke Moore. So he had uh, to Uber his suit. He yeah. Ubered his suit. So what? What does he have to do? Does the Uber driver? I don't know. Where was this? Maybe like, uh, yeah, somebody I mean, like walks the Uber driver has to must, break into his house. <laughs> this must really have up. been. This must have been when we went to Lisbon. Um, because presumably he's in the US now isn't it Could yeah be. he's been all over the place no, but how would the Uber driver get into his house? I just don't know good point I just don't could know be that could have been when we went way. to Menorca either way um, he likes to wear a suit after chatting to Luke about having an Uber suit at the airport after forgetting it at home she thought that it was probably not uh, best to ask him to watch her stuff on a loo break uh, after, <laughs> after my mum had finished explaining that her son is a massive football fan works for a Christian sports charity Kick London uh, he said uh, that he clearly hadn't been doing his job right if I did not listen to the show I do listen weekly and I brought bought my tickets uh, with a group of friends to see you in Shepherd's Bush and I'm oh. very much looking forward to it and went on to listen to the show and described uh, you as highly informed humorous and knowledgeable about the sport I don't know whether she means just Luke yeah. or the three of us I mean she's listened recently it's only been us three so uh, yeah. probably we'll, one we'll, of us yeah. we'll take that we'll take that <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what excellent mothering yeah Get, getting what interested about 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 his son's um about her son's what an answer. Also, I'm really into that. this network of little birds as well. Oh, we can keep that up. Yes. Then yes, please. get our little birds. Get a little Lucky Moore. If you've seen Lucky Moore in uh, public, uh, do let us know. Yeah. You've seen uh, him in public in need. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, uh, yeah, can you just Uber my suit to the airport, please? Um, yeah, we, we're just... going to have to press him on an explanation yeah, for the logistics definitely. of that when he gets But back. I'm imagining, like, you know, an invisible man just wearing a suit, getting into the back of an Uber, going, Yes, I would like a bottle of water. He, he misplaces his suits. If you remember when we were in Glasgow once, right. he left it in the back of a taxi. I had to yeah. I had to Usain Bolt it down the road to get that. <laughs> he did, to... I remember that. It was very impressive. Wow. Thank you very much. Yeah. Were you like the Terminator? Oh, it was. <laughs> the it, T1000. It was, the, yeah. In the Jumped on the back of the car. <laughs> <laughs> with some golf clubs <laughs> um, yes uh, thank you very much Alastair for that email uh, and if you'd like to pick up your tickets to the um, Shepherd's Bush gig it's uh, ramblelive.com we've got plenty of gigs uh, still to be filled so bloody mm-hmm. get involved Absolutely. Um, hello to Dan um, listening to the recent ramble it was briefly mentioned that Jim shares a birthday with Roger Federer uh, out of curiosity sorry uh, it's wrong we're the same age I share a birthday with Delia Smith and uh, Paul McCartney and Jason McAteer. Oh. Uh, although I suppose it did sound quite mi- misleading. We're roughly the same age, Federer and I, and I will not stop until I topple him. Uh-huh. Okay, then. Uh, well, this uh, you've rendered that uh, email null and void, so well, we'll, we'll just close no, Carry, carry okay. on with it anyway. Out of curiosity, I googled my own birthday to see if I had any similarly uh, brilliant world-class doppelgangers to uh, lay claim to. Uh, amongst others, my search turned up Osama Bin Laden, Garth Crooks and Sepp Blatter. What a trio. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dan... Kiss, kiss, marry, kill. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dan, uh, thank you very much for your email. Uh, shortthefootballramble.com if you would like to say hello. Love that.
Yeah. Did you share your birthday with any famous people? Uh, I think there's some really bad one. It's not Hitler, but it's someone bad. <laughs> it's one of the it's one of the big big Nazis, I think. One of the, you know, <laughs> Goebbels, maybe. Goebbels. Um, yeah. Uh, right. Craig Bellamy for me. So. Oh, that's pretty good. Similar vein. I always like Craig um, Bellamy. I'm joking. I'm but joking. He, he will let you down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but the aforementioned golf clubs may um, be appropriate there. Uh, UEFA <laughs> Nations League is back. Yes. We've got that Champions League nonsense out of the way. <laughs> Speaking of long break. <laughs> it's back. The players are going to be knackered, aren't they? I'm so excited about this because it, it's a it's a new tournament that, yeah. you, that you can win. And does it count? Does it not? Is Jim. this the Intertoto Cup or is it the Champions League? <laughs> like, how's it going to work? This it's time next between. week we will have... Decided whether it counts or yeah. not. Yeah, it's the Intertoto Cup plate, but with the big ears of the uh, yeah. Champions yeah. League on the side. And if England yes. don't win it, then it's it's rubbish. I do feel like if England <laughs> or Switzerland win it, it will seem like that, though, won't it? People are going, nah, you know. I, I yes, I know what you mean. Definitely, um, some of the other countries that border England will. <laughs> but that's fine. That's uh, that's all what the bants is about. But yes, England they're they're playing the Netherlands on Thursday. And, and as a result, we will be doing uh, the preview show on, on, on Friday. We should also say, by the way, after the Champions League, we, we have got our season predictions mm, yes. primed and ready. But we're going to wait for Luke to get back. Yes, mm. uh, he'll be so back on the Friday. If he hasn't left them in a cab. <laughs> if he... <laughs> it's in my other suit. <laughs> uh, but England versus Netherlands. Uh, England, I, I, one thing I was relieved, actually, of I was looking at that Champions League final. I was going, don't hurt each other, boys. Teacher, you've you are the, the very much. You've the, got uh, the big one coming up yeah. soon. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, to be honest, after that watching that, I was like, uh, Dyer, uh, Kane, uh, Ali, Kane. Yeah, but Alexander uh, Arnold, I know. Yeah. Henderson, hey, even Joe Gomez, he got a few minutes. Mm. Yeah, um, it's, you know, so England, uh, pretty much at, at full strength. Although Kane's fitness is 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 a question. I mean, Southgate will assess whether to start Kane or not because this apparently this evening. Southgate and Kane are going to sit down and uh, and talk about that. But it, but if not, we could have Sterling and Sancho either side of Rashford up top. Yeah. I'd like that, to see that. That is uh, that is pace, power, panache. Mm. Because <laughs> I mean, obviously, there's a danger that, that England become too reliant on on Harry Kane. Yes, uh, and it'd be very good to see w- what a system without him works like. Mm-hmm. Uh, in case you know he's injured for a future tournament or just you know Plan A isn't working for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I think you know. If if Kane weren't around, I think we might be heaping a lot more pressure on the shoulders of Marcus Rashford. Mm-hmm. You know, he might be seen as a sort of little bit of a Rooney figure, you know, in the way that the press treated him. And uh, he's, a, well, he's an option. I think Rashford's shown promise, but not like Rooney. No, I know it's very different, but you know what the press are like in terms of like, <laughs> hyping, do, hyping players up. What do, you, what do you think then? From what we know, obviously there's a few days left to train and that, but from, from what you've seen in the Champions League, uh, but Rashford hasn't played for a little while. But yeah. that's slightly different circumstances. He has been training with England. Would you would you start Kane? Would you, when England walk out against the Netherlands mm. and Van Dijk's in the side again? Yeah. Do you think now this time Kane will? will I th- do a I bit feel more. like if Kane was considered fit enough to start the Champions League final, then Southgate will consider him fit enough to start for England. It okay. might just be that he had an off day or whatever, and I think that'll all be taken into account. Obviously, they're going to chat to each other about that. But mm. I I would expect to see Kane start. Yeah, well, the, the talk is Carl Walker will probably get the nod over Trent Alexander-Arnold, mm. which you could see. But Alexander-Arnold will have his time in an England show. Oh, there's no I'm, doubt about that. 100%. But it does make a difference, I suppose, if, if Kane is playing or not, because if he is, actually, Alexander-Arnold's delivery, honestly, it's Beckham-esque. Yeah, it is, isn't it? It's so, it's so insane. good. I know Sun did some great tracking and dealt, you know, put pressure on Alexander-Arnold so he didn't have uh, enough joy, as much joy and Pochettino did pretty well there but but still though he's he's, oh, he's a remarkable fullback I think um, but Netherlands though there's some, there's some names in there some names in there a lot of the Ajax yeah. players well it's a, it's a refreshing thing to see with the Netherlands isn't it because for a long time you know they were sort of rooting around in the doldrums it was like yeah. oh this seems really sad to see this sort of you know once great international mm. side just looking a bit listless and, and like there's no one coming through and then suddenly they all come through together yeah. with this, this this brilliant crop of Ajax players so it's uh, it's. I hope obviously that England can overcome them but it's it's also an exciting time to, to, to look at the Dutch team I can see like Ryan Barbel coming on and getting the winner yeah definitely <laughs> <laughs> Big Ryan sticking one in from 25 yeah. years. He's had a lovely season. He's, well, he's not had a lovely season. He's, well, he's produced some moments, but he's, he arrived halfway through a bad season. <laughs> he yeah. did. And made I, it I a think bit he's more gone, lovely. I think he's gone back to Turkey. Has he, right? Okay. It's a funny one, that, isn't it? Going yeah. to Fulham and then a little, little Premier League jaunt mm. and then going, actually, no, this is crap. Let's talk about the rain. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> Luke de Jong's in there. Yeah. Ex Newcastle. Yeah. 
didn't play his best football at Newcastle, but you can't blame (laughs) him for that. It's funny, like uh, Luke de Jong, Albert Luque, and Cisco are all the same player in my head. (laughs) (laughs) Newcastle player that was there for ages but didn't really play. Yeah, we've had a couple of de Jongs who have uh, underwhelmed. Uh, People have had. uh, their lungs collapsing and shit like that. It's like, wow, Newcastle are not great. Blimey. Yeah, I, I, I do, I do, I do worry about that uh, Netherlands midfield with Frankie De Jong pulling the strings. You got Wijnaldum in there. You could even have Kevin Stroopman as well. Mm. You know, that, that's um, that, that's uh, that, that, that's a decent. Well, or Donny van der Beek. Well, Real Madrid are looking at him, aren't they? If they can't get Pogba. Oh, well, yeah, a well. very not um, Real Madrid signing, though. A twenty-two-year-old Dutchman. <laughs> Who's that? Uh, Donny van, van der Beek. Oh, yeah, well, they are, know, yeah. He's got quite a big reputation. Though, yeah, yeah, no, I'm just all, saying... The only thing they seem to care about. But they probably won't... Yeah, but they probably won't um, uh, spend 50 million on him. You know, it'll be, yeah, he'll sure. be a little bit cheaper. Well, because Frankie de Jong's off to Barcelona and Real Madrid have thought to themselves, right, we're having yeah. a piece of that action. Yeah. <laughs> Get Huntelaar back. Yeah, he, he won't cost half as much. Quite. See if he can do it this time in a Real Madrid shirt. <laughs> uh, in the other semi-final on, on, on the Wednesday night, it's Portugal versus Switzerland. Some familiar names in, in the Portugal squad. Jose Font's in there. Yeah. Mm. I love that. Yeah, because I really want him to face England. Pepe and Jose Font are both in there, right? They are. That is creaking, <laughs> isn't it? <Let's laughs> That's say. why I think I think Portugal with home advantage will beat Switzerland. Although I think the Swiss are a better with big Fabian Schar at the back for crying out loud. Um, I love Schar. Yeah, yeah, it's nice to have a bit of Newcastle love representation. Love baby, love Schar. <laughs> Granite Shaka in the midfield. Yeah, you see, kicking the strings. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> if Fouling Portugal, the strings. If Portugal play England in the final, and I, obviously I hope uh, England do. I'd love. Sterling to just have a go at Pepe and Font. Imagine, you know, a little bit of pace might yeah. uh, might cause them some problems. The, I mean, you talk about you're looking ahead. A lot of people, a <laughs> lot of people tweet me as if, and say when the game doesn't have any yellow cards, Sterling comes off against those two. There'll be yellow cards. Don't <laughs> you worry about that. Don't well, you worry about Pepe that. Pepe losing his head in a final, <laughs> getting sent off. That's what we want to see. Oh. Don't we just? That's what we want to see. Uh, all right then. Um, should we go to another ad break? Because after the ads, we're going to talk some Premier League transfer chat and a few Whoa. other bits and pieces. Big Agreed. time. Let's do that. What a screamer that was by me. Welcome Mark, back. Mark Lawley, <laughs> Alex Mower. <laughs> Welcome back to the Football Rebel. The preview show, sponsored by Bet365, will be out on Friday, not Thursday. Yeah. Don't come round here on Thursday looking for preview shows. <laughs> yeah. Our, our uh, best better last week did no win. Uh, old uh, Leaky mm-hmm. uh, wanted uh, three three point uh, five goals or over three point five goals. Uh, we bet three because five did no come in because uh, be. there were. I mean, we were lucky to get that second one. To be <laughs> yeah. I was so glad that second one went in. I thought if it's settled by that goal, <laughs> awful, awful business. All right, then let's have some uh, Premier League transfer chat. Mm. According to reports, you're going to hear that expression a lot mm. in yep. the next few months. According According to reports, Real Madrid may offer, they may not of course, but they may <laughs> offer Manchester United up to three players in exchange for Paul Pogba. Among them uh, being among those being touted, of course, are Gareth Bale, who they are desperate to get rid of, it would uh, it would seem, and Hammers Rodriguez. You'd yeah. take that if you're Man United, wouldn't you? It's a funny one, that, isn't it? Because isn't this Man United's problem, though, that they're, they're sort of transfer thinking hasn't been particularly joined up. Stockpiled decent yeah. players. I think Bale in particular would definitely improve them. I don't, I don't know how, I don't know if Hammers is what they need. Um, so maybe be a replacement for Sanchez, even though they're sort of quite different players, I suppose. But then if Bale's playing wide, it might work. But does that, you know, swap deals? Yeah, this Gareth, Gareth Bale going for a swap deal. Like, if I was Gareth Bale, I'm like, this genuinely affects my brand. And going to Manchester United yeah. uh, in the state they are now, <laughs> I don't know. No, he's, what is he, 30-31? Uh, Gareth Bale, he's, he's really getting pushed out of Real Madrid. I understand he doesn't want to go and there's a principle there, but for me... It's uh, 29, which Marcus. 29? Yeah, no, he's, he's, you know... When's still he some 30? Good, uh, that's a good question. Uh, uh, 16th of July, so yeah, he'll be 30 by, by and the time who the does starts. he share his birthday with? <laughs> <laughs> Edward Woodward. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Ringo and Pol Pot, <laughs> but, there, but there are a few kind. There are a few kind of players like this, like Bale, Sanchez, Özil. These players that are just yeah. literally well, fallen out of love with the game. But the, yeah. the problem now, as well, is that you know, in the past, those players would maybe go somewhere. They take a little bit of a step down and have mm. a bit of an Indian summer, maybe, mm. and really improve a team that they went to. But now their wages make that ridiculous. Impossible, and yeah. it, so we're seeing swap deals and things like that. And there's talk of you know Pogba taking three players, and the same with Neymar. You yeah. know, like got to sell the stadium to get Neymar. Well, like, that, well nowadays, it's mad. It's it's boring. Well, nowadays, nowadays uh, Chinese uh, rules means that you can't um, spaff a lot of money on the actual um, uh, transfer mm. fee. Excellent but use you the word can, spaff. You can spend, <laughs> but you can spaff the cash on uh, on wages. Um, so everyone's waiting until everyone's um, uh, contracts run down before yeah. they can make the move to China and make even more moon money. 
but uh, it's it's going to be interesting to see what what those three players do in in particular because it's um it's sad that it's ended up like this. But Bale, you'd imagine, would put more put his back into a move a bit more yeah. than Sanchez or Ozil. I, I think yeah. Bale's got to go, and I think Manchester United isn't a bad place for him to go. No, to try and get them going again. Um, Louis Van Gaal's been talking about his former club. Always a joy again. Louis Van Gaal saying he's talking about two former clubs of his. He said at Bayern, the people in charge are football men. Normally, when people are described as football men. It's because they've done something wrong. But in this case, I don't think that's the case. Um, anyway, he said, at Bayern, uh, the people in charge are football men. I always appreciated that. At Manchester United, on the other hand, Ed Woodward was installed as CEO, somebody with zero understanding of football. Yeah. He then went on to say he doesn't hold it against the club. They got rid of him for Jose <laughs> Mourinho. And that the fans don't care how how a match is won. It's just all about mm. the result. And I, th- I thought to myself, because he talked about wanting to play more attack in football. And I can remember Manchester United fans chanting under Louis Van attack, 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 attack. It's probably like I met the fans and um, they didn't seem to question my methods face to face. So I think it was absolutely fine. It's because you're a terrifying man, Louis. You're an absolutely terrifying man. And you've got man. your bollocks out, okay? Yeah. I don't want to talk to you. He's, there's, another, there's another amazing line from this interview. We will link to it in the uh, in the uh, bio of the show. Um, the question is, you haven't mentioned Wayne Rooney. Was he too old by then? I'm sorry, but he was over the hill. But in spite of that, he was one of my best players. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Well, um, I love this. I absolutely love this. This shows you where and Liverpool fans will love this as well. This shows you where Manchester United are at the moment. They're reportedly targeting Sporting's Bruno Fernandes, a player who we saw quite yeah. recently. Very, yes. very talented player. He was far and away the best player on the field. Absolutely right. Um, and, and the big move has been touted for him. You'd imagine he may well have his pick of the clubs um, mm. the way it's going. Now, apparently Manchester United really want him. There's 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 talk of you know sort of a seventy odd million pounds that kind of thing. Um, when he was asked about the possibility of moving to England, he said, "I like Liverpool a lot more than Man City. It's more a direct style of play, more offensive, maybe less organised, but more intense football." No mention of Man United, yeah, just their two <laughs> biggest rivals. Amazing. Oh, God, if you're a Liverpool fan right now, there is just so much to drink in. And actually, I feel like I will always be part Scouse now because of the favour they've done me. Oh, Jim, that's not going to do you any good. Oh, at Jim Campbell. But I, 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 I love that. Just that, what do you think about Man United? Well, I like Liverpool and I like Manchester. I mean, it, yeah, it really shows you, doesn't it? Pretty stark. That's why if you're Manchester United, go after Bale. I think you know, still got something to offer. Yeah. Exciting player. Well, if you can get a player of that caliber, absolutely. Because oh, you're not getting Bruno Fernandes by the looks of it. <laughs> yeah, <apparently not. laughs> um, now let's talk about a, a much more important transfer news. Apparently, old Brendy Rogers is lining up a 40 million pound bid for Andros Townsend. He well, obviously needs 14. He wants goals. He wants one, one four. One four. Right. Okay. Yeah. 40 million. Blimey. After that season, imagine uh, <laughs> Mr. God, Prolific. Him and him and Vardy ripping it up. Yeah. Vardy doesn't need to be slowing up. Right, they need soon. someone. They haven't really replaced Mares. Mm. <laughs> Mares hasn't really replaced Mares. Get Townsend in there. Hang on a minute. He's had a good season. He's Mahrez. had a good season. Leave off. Leave off. Uh, oh, what about this? Uh, Maurizio Sarri's told Juventus, uh, so Chelsea rather, he wants to piss off the Juventus. Has he, put, has he phrased it like that? I can imagine he probably would have. I think fair. so. I, I, I respect that. Ah, <laughs> oh, Maurizio, no, you've done okay. Look, I've won my trophy. I, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm out of here. Oh, yeah. I'm I want to get... piss off. Oh, sorry, you stink. <laughs> oh, you spat fag all over me. <laughs> you've spaffed fags all over me. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Oh, quickly yeah. to the oh, market. No. To the WhatsApp group. No. Oh. Jingle for that, Pete. WhatsApp! Oh, God's sake! Mm-hmm. Yeah, if, uh, if, if Alastair's mum is listening. <laughs> 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 The mother of a Christian football group manager or I mean, something. I, I, yeah, I, yeah. I'm a Christian as well, believe it or not. <laughs> you said it, didn't you? you so that's spaff. worse. Uh-huh. Well, and it shows Do not that spill your seed on ground. It shows you that we all need forgiveness. <laughs> um, uh, speaking of forgiveness, what about Sheikh Khalid? He's still interested in buying Newcastle United, it would appear. How is that speaking of forgiveness, please? Um, I'm, I'm I not, reckon I'm not having your... Your fudged link. I'm this late in the season. I, I'm suggesting that a man like Sheikh Khalid and the way money has been acquired, forgiveness may be needed somewhere <laughs> down right, the line. Right, okay, right. I didn't mm, want to be too I'll accept implicit, it, but I'm not exp- happy about it. <laughs> All right, well, up yours, Jim. Um, the word is that he'll sack Rafa if he gets his hands on the club. That's it. Get get the fans on side. What's he yeah. ever done? <laughs> and he wants to appoint Jose Mourinho or Arsene Wenger. Oh. Yeah. Imagine it. 
How can you sack a man who's got like 10 days to run on his contract? Yeah. You can't sack me because actually <laughs> I no longer work for the club, yeah. you massive knob. I work for hotels.com. <laughs> like every other manager this weekend. Oh, that was good, wasn't it? It was good. Mm. I enjoyed it. Well, it's yeah. worked, isn't it? Because they've got a little plug on us. Exactly. On our show now. Yeah. Although We're we, we, Villa Plus men. Yeah, I was going to say, go yeah, straight indeed. to Villa Plus, clearly. Yeah. Rubbish. Um, yeah, but Rafa's contract. <laughs> Rafa's contract is up at the end of the month. Time yeah. is ticking away. But Mourinho and Veng, or Moo and Veng, as uh, they're called in the tabloids, they were punditing side by side. Yeah, it was weird to the see Champions that. League. That was they were uh, they were kind of getting on. I was like, I'm not really sure what's going to make of this. Yeah, Mourinho has like, actually been quite nice about Liverpool, peering behind the curtain like that. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, do you not? No, it's a bit when you see it, it's like when I think they caught uh, the Iron Sheik. Speaking of which, uh, the Iron Sheik <laughs> and uh, and the milk and a goodie in the WWF back in the day in a car together, and there was this big expose because uh, some some mm. substances were found in the in the glove compartment. Uh, and they got arrested, but it was the first time that the idea of wrestling kayfabe uh, was kind of they they thought that broken. they would never be friends, sort of things, because the yeah. Iron Sheik's yeah. evil and the I can't remember which, who the other. Mm. Um, wrestler was and so it's kind of like broke a bit of the mystique so this seeing them together on the thing yeah I'm not having it no well they, uh, they dismissed the rumours linking them to Newcastle I mean why would you not mm. <laughs> but they didn't they didn't say it was kind of like oh no 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 we're not here to talk about that <laughs> Co- co-managers yeah imagine if those two in the dugout together yeah. victory lap <laughs> shit cop and shit cop <laughs> come on <laughs> who'd, you, who'd you rather Mourinho or Vega Oh, I don't even know. You got to I, Wenger, don't aren't you? even. Yeah. I don't think Wenger would take another job. Do you know what? I honestly think Mourinho. Would he not? No, Wenger. Well, Wenger. Based on who said that, you never know, though, do you? Yeah. You can never say never. Thousand mm. Wenger's not going to manage Newcastle. Why not? Yeah. Because. Because he's, gonna... he's not. Rafa went. <laughs> where did? <laughs> Why do I need to justify? Where that? did Rafa come from? No, 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 Newcastle. No, but that was the romance, the fans. No, but that was that's different. The gargantuan tifos. Rafa. Loves manager. He loves living. He's got more in the tank. Right. He's much younger than mm. than Wenger. Wenger's done in terms of management, mm. unless it was like a lovely little swan song, like Monaco, yeah. who are in a much going back to if they Japan. were in a man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not, not now, not now, Monaco, because they're they're rubbish. But if they yeah. were a bit better, somewhere like that, a nice, you know, very very warm part of the world, almost like a retirement kind okay, of thing. Okay, right. Um, I see. I think Mourinho. There's no way Mourinho would would go to the depths of somewhere like Newcastle, considering he wasn't. He wasn't oh my God! <laughs> considering the clubs he's managed and what he's won. Yeah, right? but his stock has fallen, isn't it? If yeah. a, if not a sh- that no, much. I tell you what, not that much, mate. If a, if a if a dubious shake comes in, <laughs> no way, throws loads of money at it, yeah. is that not the perfect is that environment? Not, is that Mourinho? not Chelsea? He thrives in being the underdog. Okay, absolutely so, that. All right, so I agree with that point. So what I'm saying is. Actually, I he loves think, new money. I think Mourinho does, and he loves his own money. Um, I think Mourinho would be absolutely brilliant at that level. And I think Mourinho's his, his days as the absolute elite have gone. Mm. I thought he could take a step down, maybe not two or three or four steps down, but that the type of manager, I think he went in there. You have the respect of the players, and I think he'd do really, really well, but I don't think it's going to happen. But I would absolutely love it if Benitez, because I want Benitez to stay. I mean, it would be a miserable step. It would be a step. It would be a step down emotionally. I think everyone. It would. It would make a change though, because normally Benitez follows on from Mourinho, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. and Mourinho would go there straight away and go, "Well, I've got to unpick all that crap that Benitez did." He's like, yeah. "Hang on a minute." Well, a, 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 an excellent defence and some really hopeful young youngsters coming through. There you are, you see. Mm. So you, you would rather Veng or, or Moo? I mean, it's not going to happen. The takeoff's not going to happen. We're not going to get either of those managers. It's Benito's and stadium's going to fall down. Stadium's <laughs> going to fall down. Rafa's going to leave. Newcastle will be Newcastle kicked out of the UK usual. after Brexit. <laughs> yeah. But you'll still buy the new goalkeeper away kit, though, yes, won't you? Yes, of course I will. Good. All right, that's what we want to hear. Yeah. There you are, Mike. You've still got him. Okay. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening to the Football Round. It's been an absolute pleasure. We'll be back on Friday mm. for the preview show. Thank you very much, Pete Donaldson. Thank you. Thank you very much, Jim Campbell. Thank you, Liverpool. And thank you, listeners. See you on Friday. This was a Radio Stakhanov production.